0: Welcome to Chasing Growth, a podcast on leadership ideas, organizational health, and personal growth. To help us spread the message of Chasing Growth, please subscribe, make a comment, and share this podcast on your social media. And now a new episode of Chasing Growth. Here at Chasing Growth, we use the Anchor app to record our podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free and easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I recommend it. We use it here at Chasing Growth.
1: Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chasing Growth. We all know that growth is very important, but sometimes we don't know how important it is. Until we see that our influence can affect other people. If you're, if you're a father, if you're a father and you have children, you can see how your influence, the way you treat your wife, the way you act, your reactions, the way that you behave, is affecting your children. So when you see that, you know that you're, it's important for you to grow, to become better, because the, your actions, your influence is impacting people. We say all the time that leadership is influence, and we have this influence, and I think we're so responsible of it. We have to grow, we have to become better, we have to make sure that this influence that we have over the people close, the people who surround us, our friends, our family, our neighbors, our church members, maybe co workers, that influence that we're given, uh, sometimes when even we're not aware, we influencing people can be good. And the only way to do that is getting better. I always think about uh, people who lose all credi- credibility because. Uh, they talk about, for example, discipline, and they're they're uh, you know I have seen pastors talking about discipline, and they're clearly overweight. They, what, whatever doesn't matter how much they say it, what they're saying with their body, with their life, the influence they have on that uh, is, is stronger than whatever they can say. You can tell your kids, you know, you have to be respectful, but if they don't see you being respectful with people, being kind. Uh, they're going to learn what they see, not what you tell them. They're not going to learn for whatever you're preaching to them. They're going to learn for what you do. What you do is so strong. So when you think about it, for a father, for example, the big motivation should be your children, your wife. Uh, For a leader, the big motivation should be the people who's following you, the motivation to get better, period. And it's a, I think we have to be responsible. I think we have to believe that this influence can change people's trajectory from uh, go, from a bad place to a good place, but at the same time can work the opposite way. It can grow from somebody who's doing well to going really bad. That happened to me. I met a, a guy when I was in uh, in high school, and this guy was great. Uh, every Everyone thought he was going to be a doctor. You know, he was only good grade. And what happened? Then he met me and I was such a bad influence uh, on his life, in his life. And then when we finished high school, I was done. I didn't want to party anymore. I want to just calm down. I was empty. I knew there was something else that I need to find. And and thank to our Lord Jesus Christ, he rescued me. He saved me. He started changing my life from a uh, 360 completely turned me around and changed me. You won't even recognize that that guy when I was in high school to the one today. But what happened with my friend? That didn't happen to him. He started a trajectory that was down. Not only just the party and the alcohol, uh, also become the, uh, he got into drugs and then he dropped out of school when he was in, in college and all these things and down, 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 down. So influence like I tell you, it's not a joke, can be really, really strong. And the only way to be sure that our influence is great and that we're influencing people in a positive way is getting better. Now, the question is how you get better. And probably some, some people are thinking, well, studying, you know, studying something. And that's true. But it's not just studying. There's a lot of, a lot of I, I believe there's four areas that we have to, um, uh, Always, always be investing, be working on those areas to become better. And those four areas, I believe they're spiritual, spiritual area, spiritual life, uh, mental, the learning, you know, the mental area. I believe the physical area, the the body, the, the, the uh, feeling healthy, and then social, the relationships, the people who's around us. So I want to talk about that. And I want to talk, uh, some of you, Maybe very good in some areas. So maybe you you're working out, you're doing great, you're in shape, you're doing all the things, and in that area you don't need help. But you don't have a balance because you're good in that area, but spiritually you're terrible. You you're intimidated by spirituality. You don't read your Bible. You don't pray. You don't do any of the Christian disciplines. You never you you're not capable to see yourself one day maybe talking about Jesus with a stranger because. Is not something that you have done or invested time and it's hard to start. So, I wanna present you these four areas, and in each one, I wanna present you the idea to st- how to start so you can start moving forward in that direction. Let's start with the first one the spiritual life. Now, I just wanna say this. You may not be, a, I'm a Christian, I, have a, I was rescued by Christ, my life has changed completely. Every, I, I'm, I'm so grateful when I look around my, my life because the fact that I have a wife, children's, uh, roof over my head, food on my table, uh, I have a, a, a great place to work and, and all that. It's just, I, I'm telling you, based on my life, on my past, even now, I deserve none of that. And the fact that God has done so much for me, I'm complete, I'm convinced, 100%. That we are spiritual beings, that we are, we to be complete, to be a hundred percent, we have to, we need to have a spiritual life. So if you're not a Christian, you think you may think, no, I don't need the spiritual side of this and blah, blah, blah. I gotta tell you that that's fine, but that doesn't change the fact that we have been created with a spiritual side in our life. And if you're not fulfilling that with the tr- real truth of Christ, you're you're always gonna be. It's like running with missing a leg, or or playing baseball without an arm, etc. You will. You just will be missing something. You will be complete. And the only way to be complete, fully, is to grow in your spiritual life. And another day, I'm gonna talk about how God does that and how I believe this work and all that stuff. But you are a spiritual being. We. You have been created with the with with that idea of being a spiritual uh a spiritual being. The you is part of your life. You cannot walk away now. So many people are intimidated by this. They think that is the uh, the pastor job, the spiritual things are the pastor job, the priest job, whatever, the Sunday school teacher, the missionary, and it's not your job. Which you are completely wrong. You are fully responsible of your spiritual life. You are fully responsible of your spiritual life. And if you want children that grow up to have a healthy spiritual life, let me tell you, they're watching you. They're watching you. And if you are not investing the time, the energy, and the money to grow in that area, they won't do it either. And hopefully, if that's the case, somebody else will influence in that direction. And their life, their purpose, will be fulfilled one day. But more than likely, your influence is very strong on their life, if you're a father your influence is very strong. So if you're not doing it, uh, I'm telling you, you uh, will be responsible. You are the steward of the influence you have over these children. Even if it's not your children's friends, family members, or whatever, you are the steward. You are responsible for the influence that God has given you, the people that is around you. So you're wondering, well, where I can start? I want to tell you, you got to start small. In each one of these areas, we're going to talk about starting small, something that you can do every day. I don't want you to think about the outcome of the result. I don't want you to think i are going to become a pastor or anything like that. No. I want you to aim for the every day and let the thing that you do every day take you for what is next. So Let's say spiritually uh, you're struggling, you you're not doing it, you 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 listen to a great sermon on Sunday and talk about praying and you want to pray, and you start you you make a schedule to pray and you try to do a prayer an hour, pray two hours, whatever, fasting, all this stuff. Monday you do it, Tuesday you do it, Wednesday you struggle, Thursday it's kind of falling apart. By Friday, you totally forgot. If that's you, I want to challenge you to start with a very small, a very small goal. What is it this goal? Let's say you want to say, grow in your spiritual life. Set a goal, a simple goal that you can do every day. Can you read a Bible verse every day and pray? Five minutes. That's all what it will take. Five minutes. You read a Bible verse, read your Bible in five minutes. Read a Bible verse, pray, five minutes. That's it. Every day. I'm not asking for anything else. I'm not telling you you have to go and learn the books of the Bible or memorize what everything is or tell me a psalm by memory. None of that. I don't want you to start talking about hermeneutics and theology and this and that. that. That's not even the case. That if you do this, if you start doing this every day, that, will, that may come. That may come. But start with something very small, something that you can achieve. And believe it, if you start reading a Bible verse or one page of the Bible every day, whatever you want to do, very small goal. Imagine this. You start reading a page of the Bible every day. At the end of the year, you already uh, you will be able to have under your belt 365 pages of the Bible, which is pretty big. And this is the thing. You, you will have more reading than you have ever had because you actually started, and you started very small. If you start reading the Bible like that, or you start doing the one Bible verse a day, you will have 365 Bible verses at the end of the year. The key is consistency. Set a goal in this area that is a small. Now, you may be very advanced on this and you're ready uh, you're reading your Bible, you're doing all the stuff, you're doing Christian discipline, you're very involved in all this. you again, you cannot be satisfied. you always going want to add a little a little more or one more step to whatever you add. But if you're just starting, like I said, you can start with this small step, and that step will take you to whatever is next. Uh, and that's the reality of goals. And don't set a goal that is so big this is ridiculous. You will never reach it. But set a goal that you can actually achieve every day. Two things are going to happen. You're going to find satisfaction that you're doing it. You will be happy because you're doing it. Uh, you will see that you can do it. So you will keep doing it. And, and you will be amazed how, for example, reading one Bible verse a day and praying after, taking five minutes a day, how that will start Feeling your life without you, even you notice, you're gonna be talking and saying things, and you're gonna be seeing how the Bible that you're reading is starting some way shaping your actions, without even notice. But you have to start. Then we're talking about mental. When I mean mental, it's about keep growing, and there's so many areas that you can grow. But what is the mistake? Many people want to grow and they sign up for this online, pay for a college online, all this stuff. And the thing is, they sometimes they choose things that. They're they're not interesting for themselves. They don't find there's no motivation for it. They just want to learn for the sake of learning. Some people just want to learn for the sake, sake to have a title. I think that's a mistake. I think what you should find out is what you what you like, what it moves you, what are you good at it, and it start going in that direction. Sometimes you can test too. You can test different things. That I'm not against that. But what if you like leadership, for example, and you 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 have been confirmed by people that you're a good leader, by peers, by people who's under you or or above you, that you're a good leader. Well, start learning about leadership and how you do it. Maybe set up, again, set up a very small goal, very small goal. It can be that every day you're going to read a book on, every day you're going to read one page of a book on leadership, or every day you're going to listen as a short podcast, or you're going to listen the same podcast every day for a week. And and the fact that you feel in your mind, and the first before you were filling your spirit, now you're filling your mind with this knowledge. There's something that motivates you, something that you are interested, you, you want to know more about it, you want to learn, it will be start triggering things too, and it will take you to the next step. But you have to start small. You have to start small. There's some people who right away jump to the pool and they get all wet and they want to start a hun- they want to go from zero to a hundred many times this type of uh, approach will make you hit a wall, be frustrated, maybe demo, uh, maybe just completely kill the idea of growing in that area you will think that you're a failure etc. So uh, start with a small goal of learning something every day. let's say you like to do things around the house. you say you like to build and fix things and and you don't know where to start well you know where you can start watch watch a video on YouTube. On how to do something, you know. This past summer, I, to my, I was still amazed about this. I still can't believe I did it. I rebuilt my, the deck in my house, and and then I did another deck on the ground, so I make a, it look amazing. Oh, I can tell you, I think it look amazing. I can't believe I did that. And all what I did, I decided to learn how to do it, and I did it watching YouTube videos. You can learn something every day and you can become very specific. You don't have to read a huge book to learn something. You have so much access these days. But the fact that you start doing it every day, you will be amazed. You will be amazed how knowledge, even from the spiritual side and knowledge from uh, this mental side, it start coming together. And then you start uh, getting conversation and imagination start flowing and, and creation start happening. Uh, creativity comes, and all that stuff, just because you start doing something every day, very simple, very chore, very achievable, and you will be amazed what can happen. Now, the next one is physical, and like I said, this is the one that everybody talk about it, and (laughs) I see commercials on TV about this pill that will help you to lose fat, Uh, this medicine that will help you to do this, and if you do this exercise, you will get amazing, and, and and this idea of achieving anything without any sacrifice is not true. See, here in my basement, I have a workout area, and I have on the wall I wrote, "No pain, no gain," and that's so true. When it's about physical, no pain, no gain. Now, when you think about it, uh, if you if you you are somebody who works out, you understand what I'm talking about. But if you want to start, you will expect some pain. I leave afterwards you will spend that it. is hard but what is the problem people set up this crazy goal like losing 30 pounds you know and and they start the year and they sign up for this membership and they go to work out to a special place and and they do all these things and a month later later they hit a wall they're tired they started working out every day at 5 a.m and they cannot continue and again, they're frustrated. They're tired. They just cannot give up. And let, let me tell you this: to be, you can be a great spiritually. You can be great mentally, but if you're not physically good, we have a problem. You have to get better physically. You have to get physically and start small. So again, crazy people that crazy diet, crazy things. It can be as simple as this: if you want to get better on your diet, maybe you start with eliminating uh, potato chips i say potato chips because <laughs> that's my my challenge to eliminate potato chips uh, and and even then even now i try to avoid them every day there's days when i've done i i, I don't get them and, and in the long run it helps so i want you to set up a very small goal when it's about physical if it's in the eating maybe for example saying i don't going to eat i'm going to keep eating the way i eat but I'm going to stop eating after 6 p.m. Or I'm going to stop eating ice cream. Or I'm going to stop eating something that is bad, like potato chip, for example, or, or any chips. And then or physically, you can say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start walking five minutes. For somebody who is working out and is healthy, this is kind of ridiculous. Five minutes is nothing. And maybe even if you're not working out, you feel like five minutes is nothing. But I'm telling you, five minutes is more than some people is already doing. So, I start with five minute walk. maybe I, I especially I have been so great about what, one of the things that have been so great about COVID-19 is that I have seen so many people working outside so many people uh, working outside, so many people walking, riding their bikes, children playing and I know there been, has been a difficult year but I think I have, they have this, they, this year have allowed people to wake up and start taking care of themselves. So um, it's a good thing, but it's, it started small. Uh, the other day, uh, I was outside. I think I was cutting the grass. And I saw this guy clearly overweight, clearly overweight. I mean, big time. And I live in a in a place where there's some hills, and he was coming up the hill. Uh, and I was thinking, man, this, this guy is going to pass out. And he kept running, keep going, and, uh, and running by me. I mean, he looked really. Bad. He, he, he didn't look good. This is the problem. He probably started working out and he took it too far. That can be dangerous. You can get hurt. So I want to challenge you if you're starting to work out the first time you haven't done it in years, maybe you're overweight, or maybe you're not overweight, but you're just not moving too much, start with something very small. Start walking five minutes. Start running. If you can run, run a quarter of a mile. If you can ride your bike, maybe ride ride, ride your mile for 15 minutes. Start small. The main, the main thing is that you do it every day. You do it every day. You do it every day, and with time, you will start changing. You will start seeing the changes. Six months, a year. The key, again, is consistency. Not the miracle that in two months you will be amazing. That won't happen. It's the consistency. Is the repetition. Eventually, you're going to get to a point that maybe you're going to be able to do more and more. And the evidence of the result will become more clear. But start small. Do not allow yourself to convince yourself that you're not that type of people. Uh, you know, sometimes people say, well, another time they work out. That's ridiculous. You have, God has given you a body. You have to maintain. Maybe you will never do a marathon or an Ironman. I get that. But if you're still responsible for that body, and you're responsible to keep it well. And and the way that you keep it, it will speak to the people around you, the influence that you have over them. So it's very important to do it. <clears throat> Finally, social. When I mean about social, is relationships. And these days with the COVID-19, a lot of people is lonely. They're you know by themselves. There's nobody around, and it can be hard. You know, it can be hard to be lonely. It can be hard, nobody around. But Uh, Again, I think the having balance on these areas, for example, the spiritual life, will learning that, for example, you're not alone, that God is with you all the time, it will help. But again, bringing that balance is very important in those all these areas. But we need people. That's the reality. We need people. We need people around. And I'm not a very social person. I'm not somebody who go around and just talk with people. You know, "Ah, we know people. They can, you know, if there's there's nobody around, they will start talking to a wall. And but at the same time, I, you know, and that's great, and they may be very good in this area. I'm not. And I always struggle with this. However, I I decided to be more social. I like to have people in the house. I start conversations. I, I I like to have friends. I seek the conversation with them to talk to them. So it's very important that you in the social aspect of your life, you start growing. You start cultivating good relationships. Now, one other thing that you can have is bad relationship, people who bring you down, people that you tell them, hey, I have an idea, and you share the idea, and all what they do is, oh, that won't work, all this stuff. Maybe you could walk away from that people if it's possible. Uh, those are the, the people who suck the blood out of you, you know, the people who tell you never, everything going to be wrong, the people who's always negative and the world's ending, walk away from them. They're influencing you in a negative way, but you can be a good influence on other people, and one other thing that you can do socially to have a good relationship, for example, uh, and you're a very lonely person, what if you start calling people? Uh, what if you call somebody that you know, a family member, just to see how they're doing? What if you grab the phone and call your neighbor to see if they need anything? What if you uh, go to the fire to the fire station and take them food? Very simple. I mean, and you something that you can do every day, every week, very small. Very small. Well, you know, you can go. I heard the story of this guy who went to um, help or be a volunteer and, in a hospital. And uh, when people in the hospital, you can go and offer prayer and nobody say no. Everybody want to be, get better. Everyone needs comfort, need hope. And you can offer that. And it can be that you go to a hospital uh, every week, every month, and you will be amazed how your relationships start growing. How you start meeting people and getting to know people, and let me tell you, this is one of the areas that I really struggle. I'm a, um, uh, it's hard for me to get to know new people, but at the same time, I know it's very important to have people around you and value them. So you have you can set up a goal that is simple: calling one person every day. If you're part of a church, you can ask for a for their numbers. You can ask for the numbers of the church that you give it to you, their brothers and sisters. There's nothing wrong with that. You can, you can tell them what you're trying to do: to call every day one person to see how they're doing. You will be amazing. You know something I have learned working in ministry is that God, and all the things you have to do with contacting people, I can tell you, God directs the calls. Every I always say that I believe that God directs calls when, um, when people uh, so you're in ministry and you call somebody. It's amazing when that person answered, and it's like, oh, I was so lonely. I, wa- I wasn't need to hear somebody. Thank you so much. Sometimes sometime with tears. And you can do the same thing. You can do the same thing. I mean, you can do that and, and and change somebody's day and maybe develop a new friend. So it can be as simple as calling somebody every day. A very simple goal that you can achieve every day. Now, again, so in some of these areas, you can be better than the others. But if you and in some of the areas you never actually you may you maybe are you're not doing anything, but if you just start with a very small goal, a goal that is simple, a goal that is achievable every day or often, you will be able to see results and you will be able to feel better. You will be able to see that you're doing it, that you're accomplishing something. And like I said, these four areas are spiritually, mentally, physical, and social. And when I say social, I refer about relationships and the, let me tell you this. The only thing about all this, it won't happen if you don't write it down. You have to write it down and you have you have to put it in front of you. Out of sight, out of mind, right? So you have to put it in front of you. You have to write it down and you have to put it in a place where you will see it daily. That can be your mirror, that can be your car, by your TV, in some place. If you want, you can find a friend and be accountable and talk every week to see how you have done this. Four areas. If you have done what you said, you're going to do. It's very important to do this because it's very easy to right now. If you listen and say, oh, yeah, I got to do that. And then you never do it. So remember, the reason because we want to grow is because our influence is so important for the people around us. And the only way to get better is growing. And I believe the four main areas that we have to grow is spiritually, mentally, physically, and socially. And again, that's relationships. Uh, and when we grow in those areas, those foundations, the foundation of our life, you will start seeing growing in your life, advancing, moving forward. Even opportunities will come. So I want to challenge you to do that. So you can find this content on short videos on YouTube. You can subscribe there. You can subscribe to this podcast. Please share it with your friends, your family. So uh, hopefully these audios are great for you. And please let me know what you think in the comment. Share it. Do all that stuff. I, I will appreciate that. Well, thank you very much. God bless you. Keep growing. The whole goal here is just to a- encourage you with challenging ideas so you can get better. Because when you get better, the world just gets a little bit better. We, in so, we are in so much need of that. So please keep moving forward. Keep growing. God bless you. Have a great week. And, and remember that we're here for you. God bless you. Bye.
0: We hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Please help us spread the message of chasing growth by subscribing, commenting, and sharing this podcast on your social media and circle of friends. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Again, thank you for listening and keep chasing growth and stay tuned to our next episode.